Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, brethren. Good morning, sir. Happy, wonderful new month, glorious one in the name of Jesus. Amen. This month, God's favor will be multiplied upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God's favor will be working for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God's favor will open doors for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God will not only favor us this month, he will flavor us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless, 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 bless you all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I want to thank God once again for our able pastor, Pastor Larry Waju. Thank you, sir, for the privilege to come with the brethren this morning. Um, I pray that um, it will be a month of open heavens for us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, this morning, God has laid something in my heart, uh, which I will be sharing with us. Uh, it has to do with with the um, taking heed, uh, understanding, and taking heed to the words that have gone ahead of us. The words that have gone ahead of us. God will not do a thing without, um, you know, lay out his plan. Just like our brother was saying about about our lives uh, this morning when, when he started leading the prayers. It's, it's, it's a, there's a roadmap, you know, for every one of us. Every one of us have a roadmap of our lives. You know, how God wants our lives to go. In Genesis chapter 29 and verse 11, he said, I know the plans that I have towards you. In some uh, translation, he says, I know the thoughts. Some say, I know the plans. Some, some say, I know the program. Whether, whether it be planned, whether it be thought, whether it be, it be, it be, it be planned, it's, 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 it's good for us to understand and to know what they are. And most of the time, he speaks them out. He speaks them out. God speaks out ahead of us. There's hardly any meaningful situation or, or, or that, that God uh, did not speak ahead of time. And um, for every child of God to, to really thrive, to really succeed, to, to be stable, you know, most of the time, our problem is instability, instability. And sometimes it's is insensitivity. Uh, uh, when a man doesn't know exactly what God has said, when a child of God at a point in time in his life, he doesn't even know where he stands, it, it becomes a problem. There will be anxiety. He will be jittery. He will be unstable if he doesn't know where he stands. So at every point in time in our life, we must understand where we stand. Where do I stand? What am I standing on? You know, life cannot just stand on nothing. It, 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 there will be too much fear. There will be trepidation. There will be anxiety. There will be uncertainty. If, if we just 
our lives. We don't know what God has said or spoken concerning us. What are we standing on? Where do we stand? Life will throw so many things at us. In this life, so many things will be thrown at us. Boa, boa, boa. From left, boa, here. From right, boa. From, you know, from, from front, from back. So many things will be thrown at us. But how, how are we going to be stable? Are we going to, to stand firm if we don't know where we are, what God has said? It is what God has said that will help us navigate through the storm. It is what God has said, what God has spoken. It is what we are standing on that will stabilize our heart, that will make our heart to, to be resolute like David. Uh, David said, even though I passed through this valley of the shadow of death, he said, I shall fear no evil. For thou art with me, because God has spoken to David, say, I will be with you, I will never leave, no, no forsake you. So David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh, I will not shake. You know, he said, the Lord, in, verse, in uh, chapter 27, he said, the Lord is my light, the Lord is my salvation, of whom shall I be afraid? So this man, this man has a platform on which, you know, he stands, he, he's standing on what God has said concerning him, standing on the promises of God, standing on the word of God. And that was, <clears throat> that, that helped him to be, to really be stabilized. In this life, I want to encourage us to find out what has God spoken concerning you. I believe God has spoken so many good, good things concerning you. There are psalms that are general that God has spoken. They are equally important as the personal ones. I believe for every child of God too, there are personal words. There are words in the scripture that you you have come to personalize because there is a remnant, there is a revelation on such word to you, personal revelation that you know that hey, this word is for me. This one I can stand on it. This one I can walk with it. So this morning we are going to be like a panorama. We're going to be going through a lot of scriptures, a lot of situations. And we will see what brought stability, what brought salvation, what brought deliverance. You know, to people how, how in, the, in the midst of hopelessness, helplessness, how people survive because God has said so, because God has declared so, and because the people also believe so. You know, they were able to navigate their way through life without, you know, necessarily... Uh, I mean, succumbed, uh, you know, to, to pressure, to anxiety, to to fear, and all that. Uh, let's let's go straight to the Word of God, and I will, I will start my reading, uh, my lesson this morning from the book of Genesis. Uh, Genesis is where the beginning began, but we are going to move fast. But um, before you can go to Genesis, let's read from Psalms. Let's 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 have an introduction, a platform on which we are going to start the the the, the word, which is Psalm one o five, verse eight. We are going to read Psalm one o five, verse eight. We are going to read also verse forty two, because of our time. Psalm one o eight, sorry, Psalm one o five, Psalm one o five, Psalms one o five, one zero five, verse eight. It says. I'm going to read it in NLT translation, NLT. You see, he, he said, he always stands by his covenant. He always stands by his covenant. 
he always stand by his covenant. The commitment he made to a thousand generations, he always stand by his covenant. This is the covenant he made with Abraham, verse 9. And the oath he sold to Isaac, he always, he always stands by his covenant. He always stands by his commitment. He, verse 42, for he remembered his sacred promise to his servant Abraham. He remembered his sacred promise to Abraham. Now, what is the Bible talking about here? God always, the Bible says always, at any time, no matter the situation, no matter the condition, no matter the frustration, no matter the attack, no matter where it's coming from, no matter how hopeless or helpless a matter is, if God has spoken something about that matter, he will stand by what he has said. Events cannot overtake what God has said. Me and you, we can say something as human beings, and events can overtake it. I can promise you, you know, uh, that um, uh, I'm going to give you something. Unfortunately, if something happened a day before that time, that is beyond my uh, my power, I will say, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I promised yesterday, you know, you can promise to visit someone. I'll be visiting you for PM this evening. He said, ah, thank you very much. And, and then, unfortunately, you have an emergency and you have to rush a loved one to the hospital by three, you know. And you are still in the hospital. You are still going through emergency situation around five seats. So you don't, you don't even remember to call the person. You may not even remember to call the person. You, you gave a promise. You are going to do this. I'm going to take you somewhere by four. Unfortunately, the person will just wait and wait and wait. And the person will feel you are not reliable. No, it's not that you are not reliable. It's not that you are not dependable. It's something, and events have happened that's overtaking your promise. But you see, events can never overtake what God has said. And that is the difference. And that is what, you know, we, we, we should look at this morning. It is true, God promised Abraham. God called him out and promised him. And Abraham became apprehensive. Abraham was no longer standing on what God says. Abraham, you know, went and, and uh, listened to his wife to marry another woman and all to sleep with uh, her house help. And then um, gave back to his wife and all that. And God said, you should have waited for me. You should have listened to me. I have given my words. He said, eh, it's true. Just like our brother was saying, Sarah laughed and this morning, you know, when God gave a promise. Yes, God sent an angel. I, by this time, next year, your wife, he said, which wife? This one? This old mama? No, this one. God. No, 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 no. And the woman had, and the woman laughed and all that. But God's word still came to pass. God still fulfilled his word. Thank God, God did not depend on their faith because their faith failed them. Their faith failed them. God said, according to the time of life, According to the time of life, by this time, time next season, you are going to embrace God's word into pass. God's word finds fulfillment. Let's open to Genesis. Genesis. The Bible says he, he God remembers his word. Has God said anything concerning you, concerning your family, concerning your ministry, concerning your stay in the country where you are? Maybe in US, maybe in, in Canada.
Canada, you may be in the UK, Nigeria, Ireland, wherever, Poland, wherever you are listening to me this morning. What has God said concerning you? What, what is the word right now where you are? What is the word your family is standing on? We, we cannot stand in isolation. We must stand. We must keep every time we stand as a child of God. When somebody comes to you, you must know the scripture you are standing. When you wake up from bed, before you go out, you must know where you stand. Genesis 15, verse 13, because that will form your stability throughout that day. Anywhere you go, you know God is, is Genesis 15, verse 13. Then the Lord said to Abraham, you can be sure that your descendants will be strangers in a foreign land where they will be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. Now Abraham had no child here and God had spoken to him that your children will be descendants, your children will be this. God speaks ahead. The man had no child and God was talking about his children, his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren. Let him, let him even have a child first. Before we talk of grandchildren, because before we talk about great grades, but that's that's the way of God. When God speaks, it's done. I want to let you know everything God has spoken into your life is done. It's done. It's done. That's that's the way of God. He doesn't speak what you can understand. That's why, because He's God. He doesn't speak what you can explain. That's because He's God. When He speaks, all we need to do our own assignment is to believe God. Is to trust God and to stand by what He says because His word does not fail and His word cannot fail. Never, never. God does not speak in vain. Neither does God speak, you know, um, uh, for fun. God does not speak for fun. He does not speak in vain. When He speaks, it is done. Time cannot overtake it. Events cannot overtake it. Situation cannot annul what God has said. It doesn't matter what God has spoken. It doesn't matter what you face. It doesn't matter who is attacking it. It doesn't matter who is against what God has said. It doesn't matter the condition. It doesn't matter the, where, where you find yourself. If God has spoken, in, in, where, in, 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 we are in Germany, it's what will come to pass there. If God has spoken, we are in Ghana, it's what will come to pass over there. If God has spoken in Jamaica, it's what will find fulfillment. Every word that God has spoken, you can take it to bank, you can sleep on it, you can sleep with it, you can stand on it, because his words will never fail. Now God spoke to Abraham and said, well, I'm going to do like this. And then your children, your descendants, you know, we, 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 we're going to a foreign land for 400 years, they'll be oppressed, and I'm going to bring them out. Now, how does this word, how did this word find fulfillment? If we go into Genesis 46, Genesis 46, let's look at over 400 years and the words they found fulfillment. God is amazing. The way God does his things is amazing. Everything at the point looks like, ah, God spoke true, true, but uh, there is no way this word can come to pass. The first day they were to test what God said. Okay, now, uh, in, in uh, Genesis 46, and verse 27 to 34, maybe because of time we may not be able to read all. Verse 27 to 34, uh, 27. In addition, Joseph had two sons who were born in Egypt. So all together, there were 70 members of Jacob's family in the land of Egypt. 
And as they near their destination, Jacob sent Judah ahead to meet Joseph and get direction to the legion of Goshen. And when they finally arrived, you see now, 400 years ago, God said, your descendants will arrive. In the Bible said, they finally arrived. Over 400 years. They finally, the word of God found fulfillment. After God has spoken many years, they finally arrived. They finally arrived. I like that word. I like the way NLT put it. He said, they finally arrived. And I want to speak to someone this morning by the word of the Lord. I want you to mark every word God will be speaking in this first day of June. Because this word will find fulfillment. It's a platform for this month. God is speaking his word ahead of the month. God is speaking us into this month. And his word will find fulfillment. His word will find manifestation. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says they finally arrived. Yes, they finally arrived. They finally arrived. As our brother has said this morning in his prayer, he said it's our set time. Yes, it's our set time. Finally, the set time came and they arrived. I pray for someone this morning. This word will finally arrive in your life in the name of Jesus. What God has spoken in your direction, what God has spoken concerning your family, it shall finally arrive in the name of Jesus. It shall find, find fulfillment in the name of Jesus. His word shall and it shall not die. There's an appointed time. He said, wait for it. He said, wait for it. It shall come to pass. God is saying, say to, 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 to you this morning that what he has spoken to you, that vision, it may be a vision, it may be a dream, it may be prophecy, it may be a revelation through the word of God that you have. This morning, I speak to you by the word of the Lord. This month, this word shall arrive. It shall find it shall find this word shall find in you and your family in the mighty name of God. They finally arrived. I like that. They finally arrived there. They got there. God because God said so. They got there because God said so. The brothers, remember their plan? That how would they have gotten to Egypt without Joseph? But the brother put him in the way because God said so. The, 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 the Joseph could not be kept in the well. He could not be kept in the well because God said so. Joseph could not be kept in Potiphar's house because God said so. God has spoken. And Joseph, he was the forerunner of that prophecy, of that revelation. The, the prison could not keep him. They had to bring him up. God said so. They finally arrived. I pray, yes, it's you. That war shall find good. I said, this war will find establishment. You will finally arrive. You will get there. In the name of Jesus. They finally arrive. They finally arrive. They live, you know, many years. They spend many years in agony. In, uh, in, 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 in in oppression, you know, and and it looks as if oh, the the, the, the word the, the, the word cannot come to pass. I said the word will not find fulfillment because why? It, they spent years. A lot of things have happened. Events should have overtaken everything that God said, but no, the word of God came again to them. Let's let's check again Exodus chapter twelve, and we'll read from verse twenty-eight. No, 
It was in Genesis 13, that, uh, 15 that God spoke to Abraham, your descendant, when there was no child. And God was talking about descendant, talking about children, grandchildren, and great, great, great grandchildren. The word of God found fulfillment there. His word came to pass there. And then they, they all came to Egypt. They met Joseph there. And the word of God, they all finally arrived. And then uh, 400 years, they were to leave the land, you know. And the word came to pass too in Genesis chapter 12. Genesis 12, 28, they left as God had spoken. If God had not spoken ahead, this thing wouldn't have happened. So, so look at verse 28, Exodus. So the people of Israel did just as the Lord had commanded through Moses and Aaron. And that night, that night came. That night came. Your day, your day has come. Your hour has come. It's, it's, it's your night too, in the name of Jesus. Everyone has his night. And this month, you will find your night in the name of Jesus. This month, your night shall arrive too, in the name of Jesus. The night that will give back to a new day in your life. One thing I like about tonight is every night gives back to a new day. Every night. That's why the Bible said, no matter how the night looks, weeping and door for the night, but in the morning there's always joy. No matter how too much us, no matter how 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 uh, you know how chaotic the night is, the morning breaks with new day, with with you know with with freshness. And I'm trusting God that this month that is breaking today, first of June, is coming with freshness, is coming with hope, is coming with is coming with fulfillment of all that God has spoken family and ministry in the mighty name of Jesus. And that that midnight, that hour, the Lord struck. <laughs> the Lord remembered, the Bible says he remembered his word. He remembered his covenant. He remembered his, his he, he, he. you know when God speaks, it has taken too long. I don't think God can remember again. No, He doesn't forget. He doesn't forget. Sometimes you, you may be wondering why does God allow so many things to attack His word? Why does God allow so many things to stand on the way of what He has said? It's just because God wants you to have the understanding that no matter how tested His words are. No matter how how attacked his words are, his words will prevail. God is doing that in our life for our life to stabilize, for us to be stable, for us to be strong, for us to learn how to trust him, for, for us to learn how to stand by him, but stand by his word. That's why he allows his word to be tested. That's why we just said uh, yesterday and then. Uh, and then it looks as if he has forgotten a lot of, you know, what has passed under the beach. Many things will happen. And suddenly from nowhere, beyond expectation, even beyond faith, you will just see manifestation. Say, wow, God said it and it is true. God said it and it has happened. That night came. The Bible said that night came. Only God knows the, the, the that night in the calendar. God had, God had, the day God spoke to Abraham, he had that date in his heart. <laughs> God had that date in his heart. Man may not know the date. I tell you, brother, that word God, God has spoken to you, sister, that word that has come in your direction that have gone ahead of you, there is a date for it. It must come to pass. Because mm -hmm. why? Because it's God that said it. It's not me that, that says it. It's not your pastor that says it. 
is God. And when God speaks, his words must come to pass. Now, what will happen to the word that God speaks if the word does not come to pass? So what will happen to the word? That word must be judged. <laughs> and the word does not want to face the wrath of God. So the word must go. The angels must accompany the word. Every time God speaks, it's registered. It's registered. Don't you hear, brethren? The Bible said, Thy word, O Lord, is settled forever in heaven and where? And on earth. So every time God speaks, everything he says is registered. So this morning, everything God is speaking in our in our in our direction is being registered. It's been registered. And God spoke, and that night came. That night looks like now it never it never come. You know, look at um, what uh, uh, even Pharaoh said. There is no God. There is nobody. That Pharaoh, you know, he opened his mouth wide. He said so many things. He increased the burden of the people, and God was laughing. God was laughing when Pharaoh was increasing their body. Hey, you are idle. You don't have work to do. Punish them. Don't give them this. And God was looking, and the people were crying. And the people were, you know, were afraid and jittery. And God was laughing. God said, hey, <laughs> this one doesn't know what he's saying. This one doesn't know what, uh, you know, what he's doing. He doesn't know who he's dealing with. And God told Pharaoh, he said, look, when I come again to this man, he will surely let you. I have one just, just miracle to perform. And after this, is that what you call, what he calls his strength. What he calls his backbone will be broken. And God did that. And, and Pharaoh begged them. He said, let's go. Let's, let, let's read that scripture. It's very, it's very interesting. Verse 29. And that night at the midnight, the Lord struck down all the firstborn sons in the land of Egypt. From the first son of Pharaoh, who sat on his throne, to the first son of the prisoner in the dungeon. <clears throat> Even the firstborn of their livestock were killed. Pharaoh and all his officers and all the people of Egypt woke up during the night. Loud and wailing was heard throughout the land of Egypt. There was not a single house where someone had not died. We all know the story. We can read them. We can read, uh, we can conclude because I still have some other things to share. That's that's what happened. God visited the place and did what no man can do. There was no army in this world that could do that, that could visit that, that know who is firstborn and who is not firstborn. <laughs> no. Even Pharaoh did not know. If Pharaoh entered every house, if Pharaoh never knew who is firstborn here, who is not firstborn here. God entered every house. Every, every heart, every animal, everywhere. God visited, took away all the first. There are things that only God can do. And I'm trusting God that that which only God can do in your life this month, it shall be done in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Only God can do in your family, it shall be done this month in the name of Jesus. Amen. Only God can do in that church, in that ministry, it shall be done this month in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. It's a month with a difference. It's a month of divine visitation. God will be visiting his word. Every word that he has spoken concerning us, God will be visiting the world. Now let's look at, uh, look at Ishmael. Ishmael came out of the death. Ishmael was sent away by Abraham. And Ishmael could not die. Ishmael fainted. And the mother cried. And the mother walked away from, her, from him, thinking that he was dead. Why? What kept him? What kept Ishmael? Let's look at Genesis. Genesis 21, verse 13. 
we see Genesis 21, verse 13. That was why the boy could not die, because that was a word already spoken concerning him. Food, God finished. Water, God finished. The boy fainted. There was no strength, but that was the word that sustained him. That was a word that sustained him without food. That was a word that sustained him without water. That was a word that sustained him without strength. Because the word had gone ahead of him. I want you to mark the word that have gone ahead of you, the word that God has spoken concerning you, the revelations, the prophecies that God has spoken, the dreams that you have had, that you know that this one is from God. I want you to mark them. I want you to visit. I want you to go back to your book of record and check the things that God has promised you in time past and check the things that God has spoken. Don't say events have overtaken it. If it is God that has spoken, events can never overtake it. Look at what God said in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 13. The Lord said, But I will also make a nation of the descendants of Agar's son, because he's your son too. God was speaking to Abraham. I am going to make a nation out of him, out of this boy. Unfortunately, the, 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 you know the events, and God asked Abraham to send away the boy. And Abraham sent away the boy. And just gave him a bottle of water and a loaf of bread. And they were to travel long this and they didn't even know where they were going. And they kept on going and going until the water got finished. And the bread was spent. And there was no water. And they tried, they couldn't see the next village, the next town. You know, there was no light anywhere. And the boy fainted and fell. And the mother walked away thinking the boy was dead. That was something that kept that boy. It was this very word that God spoke concerning the boy. This is what kept the boy. This is why the boy could not die. There is a reason why all of all that you have gone through in life, death should have taken you. But death is weak to take you. Death is not strong enough to take you. It has taken many people, but death cannot take you because Amen. that is an assignment. It's yes. a word that you have to fulfill. That is a purpose yes. for your life. That is a plot of God. That is, that is an assignment that you have to complete. And there's no way. No matter who is bringing that death, that death could be coming from relations. It could be coming from, from nowhere, where, wherever that death is coming from. It cannot find you at home. That Amen. death cannot take you. It can take you because... Amen. You do have a purpose, you have an assignment, you have something to accomplish. But the word of God has gone ahead of you and has spoken to you. So Amen. this month, there is, there, there is no power of hell or darkness that can take your life. Or that can God has spoken concerning you because Amen. every word of God that He has spoken must find fulfillment in your life. You will stand and, say, and the Bible says, and they finally arrive. They finally arrive. They, they, you will arrive. You will get there. You, 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 will, you will to the point that you will look and say, truly, truly, the word of God has been fulfilled. So this boy could not die. Nothing could happen to him. Let, look at verse, look at verse 17 of December. But God had the boy crying. The boy could not cry out. It was from his heart. There was a cry in his heart. Oh, this is how I'm going to end it. Say, my father Abraham told me that God is going to make nations out of me. He said, God told him that he will make nations out of me. So this is the end of the matter. This is where I'm going to die. No, God gave the boy a survivor. God sank a borehole near the boy. He said, look at the borehole over there. Look at the spring of water coming out from the borehole. And then they built a tent around it. They began to sell water. 
and that's the expansion and the enlargement. That 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 look at that hole today is the one that turned to oil. Is the richest oil deposit that that area that uh, the twelve nations God said will make out of him is the richest deposit of oil in the world today. The word of God has found fulfillment. The word of God that He spoke that in the times of Abraham, you know, many thousands of years ago, brethren. That is that is the that is the source of the of of of, of what we are seeing provide today in Qatar and Kuwait the oil the wealth that is the promise God made to Abraham. Remember, this boy was an outcast. This boy was an outcast, and the word of God still found fulfillment in his life. How much more if an outcast can 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 find uh, God's word can find fulfillment in an outcast? How much more the freeborn, the freeborn. The child of the of the bond woman was was kept by the word of God. The child of the bond woman was uh, the word of God came into fulfillment in his life. How much more the child? You know, or you are not a child of circumstance. You are a child, a proper child, a home born, a home grown, and so the word of God must find fulfillment in your life. Amen. The same, this, the same word of God found fulfillment in the life of Jacob in Genesis chapter twenty-eight. When Joseph, uh, Jacob was leaving home, Joseph, uh, Jacob never knew he was going to come back because Saul had said, "Any day I see you, you die." And you took my, you took my birthright. You took my, you know, my blessing. So you can't survive. And the man ran away from home. And God met him on the way while he was running. And God gave him a word. Now look at the word God gave him. Genesis twenty-eight verse fifteen. What's more, I am with you. <laughs> Praise God. Because I am with you. What's more, you have left your father. What's more, you have left your mother. What's more, you are run away. You are run away from your brother. What's more, what's left with you? Nobody, you are not with your father, you are not with your mother, you are not with your brother, you are not with any relation, but I am with you. It doesn't matter who have left you. It doesn't matter where you are, whether you don't have relation there in that nation, in that country. God is with you in that place. You may not have any supporter. You may not have anyone to defend you where you are, but God is there with you to defend you. God is there to stand by you. God is there to make sure that his word come to pass in your life. In the name of Jesus. Now look at verse 15. What's more? God say, what's more? You don't have anything. You have lost everything, but you have found me. You have not lost me. I'm not among the people you have lost. I don't know what you have lost, but God is not among those who have lost. You can never lost after God. God is with you. God says, I am with you, and I will protect you. Wherever you go, one day I will bring you back to one day I will bring you back to this land. One day I will not leave you until I have finished giving you everything. Oh, that's that's the word that sustained him that brought that day. That day when he was laying his head on the on the stone. You know, he had no pillow, he had no bag to lay his head on. He ran oh. away empty and he oh. left the house. But the oh. word of God followed him. The oh. word of God followed him to uh, to Laban's house. You know, the word of God did not allow Laban to kill him. The word of God did not allow animals in the bush. He didn't allow snake to bite him. He didn't allow lion to, to devour him. He went alone, no distance from one nation to the other. He was oh. running, he was running for his life. But the word of God was with him. His word of God was his shield. His word of God, you know, guided him. His word of God shielded him. And Jacob returned back. And when he returned back, he returned back in, in, in pomp and pageantry. He returned back celebrating. 
withdraw. The one that even promised that was going to kill him went and hired a musician. He said, my brother is coming back home. Let's go and welcome him. His brother was no longer after his life. His brother desired to have him because the word of God came to women. God said, no one can hurt you until I bring you back. He said, wherever you go, it may be inside the gutter, it may be inside the ocean. I will preserve you, I will keep you. The Amen. word of God is able to keep you. The word Amen. of God is able to give you inheritance among Amen. them that are sanctified. The word of God is able to liberate you. The word of God is able Amen. to send help to you. This morning, the word of help is coming in your direction. Amen. Wherever you are, you are going to find help. Wherever you are, you are going to find God. Wherever you are, the angels will go down assignment this month to bring the word of God to pass. You will hear the word, finally it has come to pass. Finally, Amen. God has done it. Mm. Finally, Amen. the word of God is finding fulfillment. Amen. Amen. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, even Joshua, Joshua, the, in, in Joshua chapter 1, verse 5, God said, No one will be able to stand against you all the days of his life. That was what God told Joshua. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. And, and how did the word of God come to pass in the life of Joshua? Let us read Joshua chapter 21. Joshua 21 and verse 45. Joshua 21 and verse 45. Not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Not a single one. Wow. Of all the promises. And God really gave many, many promises. But Joshua said, not a single one. Everything God said, right, we wrote them down and mark all of them one after the other. I know some of you, you have things you have written this year to God that I'm, God, I'm, I'm trusting you this year. I want to believe that in this month of June, you are going to mark so many of them. You are going to mark so many of them. This one, I trust God, God has done it. God has done it. God has done it. And 
and God said, you, you are going to appear before Caesar in Rome. Nothing. He said, this storm, this, this, this voyage, <laughs> you may lose almost everything, but not your life. You are going to appear, you are going to speak. But, and Paul said, he said, at a point when all hope were gone, it oh. was true, all hope, there was, uh, there was a time in their life, there was no simple hope, no faith from anywhere. Oh. All hope that Paul said, all hope that will survive had gone. But what kept them, even against all hope, was because God had spoken that Paul will appear there and God fulfill his word. Even without hope, even without faith, God fulfill his word. I want to believe that God, God is greater than your faith. You may not have faith. You may not have faith for what God is saying. You may not have faith for what God has spoken to you. The word of faith, the subject faith is important. But the Bible said to that woman, according to the time of life, that woman did not say, I believe God. That woman did not say, I trust God. The woman told the prophet, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me, which means the woman did not believe. But the prophet has said, according to the time of life. So the appointed time, appointed time is superior to the law of faith. There is a law of faith. There is a law of appointed time. The law of appointed time is superior. I am speaking concerning what God has spoken to you. Because the appointed time, the set time, which my brother was hammering on this morning, is the same word that I am uh, I am speaking to end this message. This that appointed time, that time of life is what goes. You may not have faith to believe it, but I trust God. Trust God that if it's God that has spoken, that word that I've gone ahead of you is going to find fulfillment. The word went ahead. Mighty name. And God brought Paul into fulfillment, into the manifestation of the word of God. You know, if, when Paul came out, the snake said, Now lie, the word of God will not be fulfilled. And snake fastened itself to him, you know, into his hand. He did not just have the snake bite. You know, that's something about snake bite. I had a snake bite before. You just bite him, and then that's what but this one fasting is itself, which means empty all the poison. Fasting itself, he didn't just, it was not just a bite. He didn't fast in his hand, refused to leave the hand. And then the man shook it inside the fire and he felt no hurt. Why? Because the word of God had brought preservation before the snake bite. The word of God has spoken. So the snake bite is of no consequence. Whatever is biting you, whatever is biting you today have no consequence. Whatever is attacking you today have no consequence. Whatever, you have, whatever is challenging you today have no consequence. Because the word of God has gone ahead of you. Because the word of God has been spoken in your direction. This word of God shall find fulfillment. It shall find manifestation in the mighty name of Jesus. My life is up this morning, but I assure you that Every word that God has spoken to you, your direction, your vision, your your revelations, prophecy, according to the revelation of the word of God, this morning stand on this word. It doesn't matter. The whole world may be against what God has spoken to you, but it will come to pass. Amen. God will defeat every, every antagonist, everything that oh. you want to antagonize what God has said. God, the spirit of the Lord is bringing them down today in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus' mighty name. I want us to begin to thank God and um, appreciate God for His word. For the word. Oh, Lord, thank you for bringing it to pass. Thank you.
on the set time, Father, we thank you this morning because you are faithful. Thank you for this wonderful day, 1st June 2023. It's a day of quick reminder, of good reminder of your word again concerning us. That these words that you have spoken will finally arrive, will finally come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. And the Bible says, and that night came, that night came, and Israel was visited. They never believed they could be visited. They never believed that they could leave the land, but they left and they got to where they were going. This morning, I may go to declare the word of God to you that your vision shall be accomplished in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Your dream shall come true in the mighty name of Jesus. Purpose of God shall be actualized in your life in the mighty name of Jesus. The plan and purpose of God concerning you shall come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter the snake. It doesn't matter the storm. The snake was there. The storm was there. But Paul got to his destination. You are getting to the place of your joy. You are getting to the place of your assignment. That is not a question. It can't take you because you are a man, a woman of purpose. You are on the journey and you must arrive safely in the name of the Lord Jesus Know that God has spoken to you this month. As the day breaks, you begin to mark them. Amen. And Amen. you will testify of the goodness of God. That like, 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 like Joshua testified. He said, not one thing failed of all that God has spoken. Not one thing failed. Not one thing. Not one thing. No matter how little, small, little like this. Nothing failed. Every word, big word, she promises. All the world collapsed. The world of Jericho collapsed. The river Jordan gave way. Everything that could stop them gave way. Uh, the, 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 the Amalekite surrendered. God, God confitted them and, and defeated them. Jesus. Everything, every war, every battle, every crisis, every challenge that could pose as a trouble, God defeated them. God took them out of the way. Everything trying to stop God's purpose in your life this morning, they are taken out of the way. They are taken out of the way. They are taken out of the way. In the name of Jesus Christ, the word of God will find fulfillment in your life. 